So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Cynthia Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this finds you alive, well, how, uh, healthy, healthy, and happy. Um, and I hope that you're having a great day. We are talking today a little bit about something I've been learning myself. My wife and I are in the midst of a five-week trip to Europe. I think we're on week three as I'm recording this. I think we're actually past week three. I think it's been three weeks. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it all starts to kind of blur together. But I, I've really learned a lot about myself on this trip. And it's interesting because we, we often will get questions about, you know, uh, I'm in a good rhythm, but I'm going away. How do I, I don't know, like how do I, how do I keep the momentum going? And, and I think, you know, typically when people are going away, it's for a week, probably two weeks max. And it's been really interesting being away for five weeks or, um, I mean, it's been three weeks so far, but the mindset's different when you know you're away for five weeks. And I'm really learning a lot about myself. And I wanted to share a little bit about that today because it has some really interesting applications in a recovery context. Now, before I jump there, we are posting on Instagram every single day. And if you're on Insta or you're on Facebook, we post there too. I would love to have a conversation with you there. We are just, um, I don't know how to say this. Like last year, I made up my mind that I wanted to get as many free resources out as possible. So we launched this podcast and I wrote The Last Relapse, spent tens of thousands of dollars getting like a really high quality book done. And then we're giving away, giving it away for free, literally for free. And all of the purchases that are made on Amazon or any online bookstore, all that money goes to charity. So like, it's literally like there's nothing there that is profitable um, about those en- endeavors. It's our gift to you because we want people to get the help they need. But um, the second step that we've taken now is we don't want to just be a presence of resources like a podcast but where you can listen. Uh, We don't just want to be like a book that you can read. We want to actually provide real-time conversations. And I have a dream about having even like a chat line where you could just log in, you could be anonymous, you could write questions, that kind of thing. We're not really at that stage yet. We're still a a startup company. But what we are doing is we are replying to people real-time on Instagram and on Facebook. So if you add me to Facebook or if you follow me on Instagram, that would be definitely my preference is to see you on Instagram and you have a question or you just want to chat, whatever, then you can hit me up there and we are really active. Um, and I will let you know, it's not always me. Um, I have a team that I'm training as well to handle questions, to give help, to, um, you know, to whatever it is, provide insights. So um, they're people that I trust. I mean, for goodness sake, they have my credentials to log into my social media profiles. So these are not just like any ordinary people. Um, but this is just a chance for you to get a little bit more help if you find it valuable. So I'd love to see you there. And uh, the links are in the show notes, but the handle is Sathya M-E Sam. Okay, now today we're talking about uh, why you should be reinforcing mindsets and not behaviors. This goes back to uh, one of the earliest concepts in psychology that has um, 
I don't know, I guess like sort of paved the way for many other psychological concepts. And that is the the whole idea of reinforcement. Uh, the word that kind of comes hand in hand with this is reward. And what psychologists observed in 18, late 1800s, early 1900s is that reward was incredibly power powerful for reinforcing behavior. Similarly, consequence was incredibly powerful powerful for reinforcing the avoidance of a behavior. Um, you know, case in point would be you put your hand on a hot stove. That is feedback, right? It is it is not a reward; it's a consequence. And that consequence tells you don't put your hand on the stove again because it hurts. And this, there's a small percentage of you who are the weird ones where you like the feeling so much and you did it more and more, but you are the minority. And we're talking about the majority today. Um, there's some kids like that. They just love that. I remember that. You know, I had a couple, I had a friend or two who just like all the stuff that was painful and weird, they just naturally gravitated towards it. Just, I don't know, daredevils at heart, I guess. Um, that is, that's more on the consequential side. Reward, you know, one of the classic examples, and, and again, this, this experiment really has very little, there's little we can take away from it, but it's a good demonstration of this concept. Um, but they used to have rats in a, um, like an isolated environment with two different tubes of water that they could drink from. And one was laced with cocaine and the other was just straight water. And what they found out with time is that, you know, sure enough, the rat would only go to the water that was laced with cocaine. A good example of a reward pattern where the the rat experiences something that is quote unquote rewarding by you know by drinking from the cocaine bottle and that reinforces the behavior it comes back again now again there's not much to draw from that experiment so we're not going to run any further with it but I'm just illustrating the concept of reward here um, and this is why you know one of the things we actually encourage people when they're in recovery is you have to celebrate victories like if you have watched porn every single day for the last couple months. And then you go four days, five days, that's worth celebrating. Like we're not taking our foot off the gas, but we want to at least acknowledge like this is progress. Well done. Go like get a Sunday from Dairy Queen or something. I don't know. Um, do something that's going to be like, hey, I'm making progress and I d- I've earned this. And then, you know, finish up your Sunday and then get back and do the work, right? Like we want to keep the momentum going. But um, but those little rewards along the way are good for reinforcing the things that have allowed you to go this far, you know, up until this point. And um, what I realized is a lot of psychology is focused on re- reinforcing the behaviors, uh, less on reinforcing the mindsets. And the fascinating thing for me is realizing that the mindsets in my life that have really stood the test of time uh, were reinforced long before the behaviors were. Let me give you a real-time example. So I am working really hard to gain muscle. Uh, When I started this podcast, okay, like a year and a bit ago, I was 150 pounds, okay, six feet tall, 150 pounds, super skinny. I've always been in good shape, um, usually because I'm running quite a bit. I used to run 5K a couple times a week and that sort of stuff. I've just always been active. I've always taken care of my body. I've always eaten pretty well, and I was 150 pounds. So I decided I wanted to start putting on some muscle. This has been a long time goal of mine. And I've just like, I've had some bouts of lifting weights and that kind of thing, but just never really took it seriously, never did research on it or learned how to do it properly. And 
um, you know, admittedly, I was I kind of handled recovery the way I think some people do. Um, sorry, I handled gaining weight the way some people handle recovery, which is like, oh, I've been doing this for a few months. I'm not really getting the results I want. I don't think it's working. I'll just do something different. So it's been interesting now because at the time of recording this, I'm about 170 pounds. So I put on about 20 pounds of mostly muscle. There's definitely a little bit of fat in there, um, but it's primarily muscle and really seeing that my, my body is able to change. And now that we're traveling, I'm out of my rhythm, You know, don't have regular access to a gym. And I listened to this podcast the other day from these guys I really trust. They're called Mind Pump and they have really helped me in my fitness journey quite a bit. They're the reason I'm, I'm up 20 pounds. I can say that pretty confidently. And they talked about how uh, there's research, there's really good research that shows working out 20 minutes, six days a week, like lifting weights, doing strength training specifically, 20 minutes, six days a week is, uh, is uh, appears to be more impactful than working out for, for two one-hour sessions per week. Um, and or yeah, yeah, I think that was the math. Something like it was something like that. Um, so it's literally you're working out for half the time, and uh, no, I'm doing the math completely wrong. It's the same amount of time. It's just broken up. That's it. Sorry, don't mind me while I just do some mental math here. Um, and what they were saying was basically like the importance of sending a signal to your body every day to grow muscle, rather than just doing it really strongly, you know, twice a week. And the impact that it has long that it has long term, it starts to compound and it starts to accumulate, and it's just you know much better for you to accomplish those goals. And I listened to the podcast and I thought I can't wait to do that when I get home. I'm going to try that. Um, I've already kind of been doing that anyway. And all of a sudden, I realized, wait, what? No, why would I wait until I get home? That would be like that's like saying I can't wait to reinforce the behavior, right? I can't wait to to act on this information and apply it later. And I thought that is that's not what I want to do. What I want to do is I want to reinforce that now, even though I don't have access to a gym. Um, you know, there's I can do things, I can do body weight exercises, all that kind of stuff. And it would be useful and it would, it would be applying this principle so that the mindset is there of like, I'm going to strength train every day. And then I can obviously amplify that when I get home. And, and it just made me realize how, how quickly we are sometimes to, to, I guess, like be perfectionist about getting a behavior right and doing something a certain way. When in reality, what we actually want to do is we want to reinforce the mindset. And so for me, by, by doing some kind of strength training every day, I'm not doing 20 minutes every day, not even that, I'm probably doing five to 10 minutes. But by doing that every day while I'm traveling, almost every day, I'm not, I'm definitely, I haven't been perfect because it's been a, a really busy trip. But um, by doing this more regularly now, I'm, I'm creating the mindset so that in another, I guess it's going to be another two weeks when I'm home, or, or two and a half weeks when I'm home, then I'm able to actually properly apply and and do this to another degree. But the foundation's already there because I reinforce the mindset. We did an episode a little while ago about how all things are created twice. And the idea there is that you first have the framework in your head, the mindset, and then you start to you know put flesh to the bones and actually execute on those concepts. And the same thing is true in this. And the reason this is so profound, guys, is 
in recovery, you're probably hearing about things on this podcast where you're like, yeah, I'm going to give that a try one day or, you know, one day I'm definitely going to do this guy's program. But I, I want to encourage you, there is no time like the present. And the sooner that you start to think in the way that we're teaching you here, okay, you may not be able to perfectly execute all the stuff we tell you to do, but even if you start dabbling and you start doing it a little bit on a reduced scale, what it's going to do is create a pattern in your brain that you can build on later. Um, it's the one thing that we do tell people when they go on vacation is do something to keep the momentum going because if you don't, it's much harder to restart a habit, restart a routine when you get back home. But even if it's only for a few days, it's better that you keep some sort of momentum, some sort of rhythm so that things are at least sustained and then you can start to elevate them again when you're back in your regular rhythm. So for me, um, you know, the that might look like um, while I'm traveling, it means that I'm still doing uh, my deep work every day. You know, that's a really important part of my rhythm is a couple hours of, of just concentrated, unadulterated time where I'm focusing on the major priorities in the business. And I have been able to keep that up. It hasn't been perfect, but even keeping it up to some degree is better than abandoning it altogether. And then after five weeks, trying to kickstart a rhythm and a routine all over again, when I'm just not in that space mentally, or in some cases, physically, depending on what we're talking about. So in your recovery efforts, guys, I want to encourage you Keep taking steps. Keep doing it. If you can't do something perfectly, it's still better that you just do it than you know abandoning it altogether until you can actually execute it at a ten out of ten. And uh, and that's something I'm learning on this trip in my my physical fitness journey. And it's something that I would encourage you guys to pursue in your recovery journeys as well. And if you are looking for more advice, more insights, like I mentioned, we're going to be on social media posting tons of content there. I'd love to see you. It's Sathya Me Sam on Instagram. Uh, and I think it's just Sathya Sam on Facebook. You can find me there. I would love to connect. But in the meantime, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.